Welcome to the Heart Picker Podcast. This is episode 18. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heart Picker Podcast. For those of you who are new here, this is my little space to share emotional processes and pick my heart a little in order to help you heal your own wounds if you can relate to any of all that I share here. I also pick other people's hearts not to expose them or take advantage of their vulnerability, but instead to learn and grow from the experiences they decide to share. In the second season, I am doing weekly episodes alternating between solos where I talk alone in my closet and interviews that I switch between Spanish and English where I talk with people about their own journey. This episode is going to be about what I went through when I burned out around October of last year, which led to putting a pause for quite a few months on this podcast and basically what I learned from that experience. So here we go. First of all, I have to start by saying what a funny irony it is that I had to stop the podcast at a time where I was sick, had a fever for a few days, um, thought I had COVID when I got blood tests and doctors were were reading that as COVID positive. Um... And I basically had to stay isolated in my bedroom for a while. And then that got mixed up with other health issues. I had to get surgery. And it's really funny because around that time, I decided to stop the podcast. I I don't think I even had a choice. And now as I am relaunching and restarting and coming back to the podcast, I'm in this exact same position. My boyfriend is COVID positive, so I am COVID positive, and we are currently quarantining in my bedroom because my mom is outside and we don't want to infect her. And um, yeah, that's the situation right now. It's so funny, it's so ironic how where I left the podcast and now that I am restarting it, same context, only the only difference is my mental state. It's funny how we can live the same situation, but it can be totally different just because of what's going on inside our minds. Yes, it's all in the mind. Anyway, I'm going to talk here to you guys about what happened, why I had to pause the podcast, why I had to step away from social media for a few months and um, focus on other things, and and what happened because it was uh, a pretty emotional transformative big shift for me a lot of struggles um, emotional lows and I kind of want to talk about it here as a way to return my first solo episode in a while because I know that burnout is very common especially in us millennials and generation z's I guess I can't really speak for them but let's see where do I start I guess we could start um going back in time to October 2020. 
I had just launched my podcast. No, actually, I had launched my podcast at the end of May of last year, of 2020. Had been working on it crazy since beginning of April. So basically a month into the pandemic, the world quarantine. And I had already been pondering on it for a couple of years, playing around with recording and editing and playing with the idea of it, what kind of concept it would have. But I didn't decide to actually get on it, launch it until the pandemic started. And that is because my my very first guest mentor and writing coach told me that she was going to pass away because of a few health complications. And that's when I decided, well, I am going to start my podcast. You are not leaving this earth until I document your wisdom first. And that kind of took off from there. And five months later, I had already had a few episodes. I was hustling hard to get an episode every week. I just really, I was really happy because I finally was executing. I was executing a project that, you know, I've, I've had this pattern where I have so many ideas, but executing has been my biggest struggle. Seeing them through, seeing them to the end until this podcast. So I was very proud and, and working really hard to keep it going every week. And that was a lot of work between recording things myself, editing, logistics, social media, content. It was all just me and another person who helps me with the social media side. Most people have big teams. I will get there someday. (laughs) Someday soon, actually, but that's not the story. So after five months went by, around, let's say, September, I started to lose motivation. I started to feel really tired. Things started to seem more like a chore. I was exhausted from... um, from all the work that this podcast took, not only the podcast, but the marketing side as well, because I was also working another full-time, not full-time, another part-time job, but it happened to be a really early morning job that I was taking. And so I was barely sleeping. And yeah, it just felt like doing nothing. And it terrified me to feel this way because... I was scared that it would lead me once again to quit. I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to stop doing this. But that was my pattern, to to quit things that I start, to not finish what I started. Um, So one day I said, no, I'm not going to let this happen. I made a list. I made a plan. This is what I'm going to do in order to prevent myself from quitting. And after I did that plan, the very next day, I got sick. I got a fever. And it lasted for days. And then I was just forced to stop, to stop everything. So between the fever and the pain that I had, I could barely enjoy watching Netflix. And yeah, I was I was forced to rest. But I wasn't 100% alone. A few months prior to this, I had met someone. And I'd been slowly letting this person into my life. Because I had just ended a relationship at the start of quarantine and, well, I just didn't want to rush into another relationship. So this person um, stayed with me 100% of the time. (music) 
And let me give some context here. This, this was a challenge for me because, I mean, I was very grateful. But it was also challenging for me because I had been struggling with another pattern, which was to always be in relationships and to sort of become maybe emotionally dependent on them. Meaning I was looking to fill holes that I had through the thrill of falling in love. And when I had ended the relationship at the start of quarantine, I wanted to be alone, to feel strong, independent, to find my own inner happiness and not ever rely on someone else or in any other relationships in order to, to feel that way. So when I met someone, of course, I will say that doesn't mean I don't like dating. I think dating is healthy, meeting people. It doesn't have to end up in anything, not even sex. You can just casually date people, meet people, have fun with people. And that's what I wanted to do. And I didn't think I'd meet anybody. So I just started to go on a few dates um, in order to distract myself from the pandemic and everything. And it was sort of like forbidding kind of dates because you weren't supposed to see anybody. Anyway, me being rebellious a little bit, maybe a little responsible too. But anyway, I met someone and that person ended up being someone who I wanted to spend my time with and I stopped seeing other people and just started seeing that person but I did say that I wasn't ready for a serious relationship and I just didn't want it to go so fast um I put set my boundaries and I try to keep a safe distance in order for it to not fall into a relationship for the sake of it like I really wanted it to be a conscious decision this time so when I got sick, um, this person was with me the whole time. He wanted to take care of me. And normally I would love this and I would feel so comfortable with this. And But this time around, I was terrified again of, and this is just an extra to the story in, in terms of what was going on in that at that time. But I was terrified of falling in the same pattern and becoming emotionally dependent again and and falling in love I guess but inevitably of course um that time together made us closer and we, we more trust was enabled more intimacy and it did it naturally had the relationship evolve a lot faster now along with that challenge of being vulnerable being comfortable with being vulnerable and and trusting this person and trusting that everything was going to be okay and trusting myself to enter another relationship I was also feeling I was also feeling pretty depressed stuck lost I wasn't doing anything anymore you know I wasn't working on my podcast I wasn't present on social media I was just like I felt like somehow I had lost track of where I was supposed to go in my life, where I was headed. And because I felt this way, I just wanted to lay low from the outside world, especially social media, mostly because I was just so ashamed that I had stopped the podcast without a word. I didn't even know what to say. Um, I should have said what I would have said now is I'm stopping things because of my health. 
but I believe I said a few things maybe on a few Instagram stories, but I should have made an official post. Anyway, I didn't think to do it. I didn't even know what to say. I was just ashamed and I didn't say anything. I just stopped everything completely. And I felt like a complete failure for doing that. But I also had no choice. Physically, I was physically, emotionally, and mentally, I was unable to continue. I was feeling like I was drowning in a huge wave. And I couldn't find my way out of it. And I couldn't even understand it. And what I realized was, I was that harsh wave drowning myself. And by judging myself for feeling this way, I was never going to be able to survive and get out of it. I had to let myself be taken by these emotions, ride them, rest, and just sit with them. And this is hard to do. This is so hard to do. It's so easy to say that, oh, just ride out your emotions, sit with them, don't judge them. But no, when you're feeling them, no one likes to feel these emotions they don't feel good and being okay with not feeling good is is not easy it's not an easy task when you're depressed and when you're burned out you don't feel like doing anything you literally have to learn to enjoy things again i mean i couldn't even meditate i didn't feel like meditating i didn't feel like doing yoga i didn't feel like doing any of the things that i usually did and that really centered me i had lost my center completely so my first lesson was this, to not judge these emotions, to not judge myself for feeling them, but to simply be there and ride out those uncomfortable waves and uncomfortable feelings and just be there. So what did I do? I decided to do whatever the fuck I felt like doing. If I wanted to watch Netflix, I watched Netflix. If I wanted to read, I read if I wanted to sleep in, sleep in, I slept in. If I wanted to eat fast food, I ate fast food. I did whatever I felt like doing. And it's funny because I had been so self-disciplined and about meditating and living a healthy lifestyle and having healthy rituals for my mental health and journaling and trying to eat well and work out and now I was just all over the place. I was doing whatever the hell I felt like after a long few months of discipline. And that was hard, hard to do because I had taught myself to not do these things because I didn't think they were healthy. And it was hard not to judge myself for doing these things, for simply letting go and just doing whatever I felt like doing. It's like having a vacation almost. It's really hard because you feel like you're wasting time and you should be making something out of yourself. Which brings me to my second discovery and the biggest one. And this is probably the biggest lesson of this whole experience. Here it is. Are you ready? You ready? <laughs> I realized how caught up I was with doing let me repeat that. I realized how caught up I was with doing and how I stopped and completely disconnected from my being. Our doing comes from our ego. 
and the tangible things of this earth. Our being comes from our soul, our inner world, the abstract, beyond mental and logic. I based so much of my self-value by what I could achieve instead of who I could be and what experiences I could have. So I would say no to many things in order to make my projects happen, which of course shows commitment, discipline, is responsible. But sometimes, if it's not balanced, it also strains you from just living. And I had spent quite a few years, I think, through my entire 20s, pressuring myself to do, 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 hustle, 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 in order to make something out of myself. And it's no wonder I got tired and exhausted and had to, well, my body, I guess, forced me to hit the pause button on it all. My anxiety makes me do so many things because I feel like I, well, my anxiety made me do so many things because I felt like if I didn't do it, I'd be a nobody. That was amazing because I finally found some, I started to find self-love for who I was, like stripped away from my accomplishments, my projects, and all the things that made me me. I no longer defined myself by those things. Now I loved myself for me, for who I was. And I sat with that for a while, and then I finally decided to show up on Instagram and start working on my podcast again, slowly but steady. And I am returning with you now to share this with you. Because I think that a lot of us, especially, especially now with social media, we're looking to do things and to show everything that we're doing and to get that attention in order to grow and be successful. It's no longer enough to just work on your projects and and take your time. Now you have to be fast. You have to be sharing content on a daily basis and growing your audience. And it's it can get quite exhausting and it can quite frankly, make you feel lost because you're no longer working from your own heart. You're kind of working from ego in order to sell yourself and sell your products and sell your services. And for some people, it works fine. And for others like me, it can really pull a toll on you. So where am I now? I'm still getting to know myself. I'm learning the balance between self-discipline and respecting my own natural rhythms. I no longer judge myself for feeling things. If I feel sad, I give my body what it craves, even if it means taking it easy for a week. I don't judge myself for not being this productive animal. I'd been trying to, I guess, live a perfect life and have a perfect morning routine and get up at 5 a.m. and meditate and do yoga and just have this lifestyle that all these successful people show. And now I realize and I respect that it's not what my body needs at this moment. That maybe I am a night owl and I work late at night and I get up late, but I still do all the things that I want to do. Maybe that works for me right now and that's okay. Even if it doesn't look like this perfect picture of what a successful person's life should look like. I take things slower because I'm really in no rush to get anywhere. 
I'm falling in love with the process, the journey, and I'm definitely not losing touch with my goals and objectives, but I'm not judging myself constantly for not getting there in a heartbeat. I'm no longer defined by my accomplishments, by the things I have, whether I have a bachelor's degree or not, whether my podcast has a million listeners or not, whether my Instagram has a million followers or not, the jobs I've had, none of those things define me. I'm defined by who I am and I love myself for who I am. And when you work on your being first, then the doing becomes a lot easier. And then anxiety kind of lowers down a little bit. I do suffer from anxiety still, but it's transformed and transcended into maybe different types of anxieties and no longer an existential one. And that's all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For those of you who liked hearing me and enjoy blogs, I do have a Monday Reflections blog. It's very much like these solo episodes, but they're put in writing and they're pretty short, easy to read. For those who want to know more about me and follow my artwork and photography, you can follow my Instagram page. All the links will be in the description of this episode. And for those who want to support me, I will not ask for money on Patreon. I will just ask for a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening, my hearts. I'll see you on the next one.